0: Hello and welcome to the latest Historics vidcast with myself, auction specialist Dominic Lake Hello and photographer to the world's most exotic cars, Thomas Howard Hello aka Horsepower Hunters Now today we're going to be talking through the hottest classic car tips under £20,000 top tips to get 350,000 Instagram followers, no pressure Tom and then if you watch all the way to the end, these two are going to be voting on whether I should buy a 911 Turbo as a daily driver so straight into it, chaps. £20,000 our budget. Classic cars. Best buys of 2022.
1: Dominic, you can start this one. Where do you... I had think? a look at the cars that come in the auction a few weeks' time. And bizarre enough, there are the two cars. The one that my dad bought and the one that I wanted my dad to buy when I was a kid. So as a 15-year-old boy, he came home with the Capri 2.8i. And the other car that sits alongside that is the car that my dad ended up buying. The more practical version was the Cortina. Two-litre gear. So... Cortina, as you know, came with a whole range of options uh, and badging. So you could start off as a lowly salesman with a 1.6L. And if you were the managing director, you'd work up to the the gear range. Uh, And we've got in the next sale a a 2-litre gear, automatic with a sunroof. And I was having a quick look at the numbers earlier, and I think that Ford made something like 2.6 million Cortinas. In the 20 years that that model was around. Okay, this is, it went up to Mark 5. So, you know, it was in various stages and, and in various guises. And of those 2.6 million, 1,700 were still on the road last year. I think that that's a real sound place to to put your investment. Yep. And um, also fun, you know? How much do you think? So, we're talking, what, mid teens? Mid teens, yeah, mid teens. Mid teens. No, both I and the guy who owns the cars are hoping that they'll you know they'll get carried away. But yeah, somewhere in the mid teens that, that's where the you know, that's where they're so estimated. In Dom's, fact, this Cortina, sorry, the Cortina oh. is, is a no reserve car. Okay, so Dom's
0: banking on Ford for 2022 to make you know, some money nice so nice you, keep your eyes on that Tom. what do you think
2: i've got a few options can i go through a few
0: of course yeah. you can go for it
2: so for me there's only one place to look one country to look at that's germany in my opinion yep uh bmw and mercedes i'm not just saying this because i own these cars that i'm about going to mention <laughs> don't worry um, tom's been dis- has yep. right. yep. been discussing things that
0: he's consigned you can discuss things you own if this you know. so
2: first of all there's one sat there behind us yep. mercedes r129 sl it's a 500 sl five liter v8 at the time, 300 plus horsepower. It was a quick car at the time. Still today, it's a quick car. I've got actually three of them at home at the moment. Um, I went out to the pub in one of them at the weekend over the bank holiday, and the performance for a 30 year old car is just mind blowing. And it's a hard top convertible. I know people that know a lot about cars and don't realize when the hard top's on that it's not a coupe. They think it's, um, um, sorry, that it's not a convertible, they think it's a coupe. And the, it's the Bruno Sacco design owned by everyone from Princess Diana yes, to famously. Tupac Shakur, you know, <laughs> um, ev- everyone who is anyone in the 90s and still today, I think, has owned an R129. In my opinion, forget the R107, forget the R230, it is and will be the uh, the best generation in terms of how it increases in value in the future because they are are, in the past two years I think they've doubled in value yeah you've
0: got a low mileage lovely example and they are they are making good money now but even good average examples
2: are very affordable and sub-20 which is exactly you can get one from anything from five thousand pounds up to a hundred plus thousand pounds but you can get a really nice one for you know less than twenty thousand pounds with quite a bit of change um the earlier the better in my opinion they start to have issues as they get older but absolutely you know weekend car roof down five litre v8 it doesn't get any better than that for me
1: and what a great coincidence that so many of our clients are two packs chicore fans as well absolutely absolutely.
2: (laughs) (laughs) and then the other i would say similar kind of era 90s uh bmw e38 7 series there Seven on the, up. Series. yeah, yeah, I've got an Oxford green. Gone big. I've got, yeah, I've got an Oxford green 728, it's only the, obviously the 2.8 litre straight six, so the the smallest engine, they went all the way up to a V12. But any of those, you know, they start from, I had a blue one before I bought my green one, I got that for 1500 pounds. It was lovely, but then I saw the green one, I wanted that one instead. Um, so I sold it and <coughs> uh, sold it for a profit actually, and uh, and bought the green one. And we went down in the summer, Five of us went to Monaco in it. Yep. Um, average 35 MPG. Which no, not bad. Um, complete comfort, you know, three adults in the back, uh, lovely leather seats. Complete comfort, and they small adults. Well, I was driving, I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it even still has, it was actually the first ever European car with satellite navigation and the Saturn still worked. I set it to Monaco as a joke, I didn't follow it, uh, but then I couldn't make it stop. It kept saying turn left, turn right, um, unprompted. But again, Tupac had one of those, but so did James Bond. Right, I'm so, seeing a bit, a, a bit of a trend here, whatever <laughs> Tupac's
0: had, you're going for. So mine, and I, I've spoken to this about before where, and you're a prime candidate, there's a lot of people are moving into very basic electrification of cars and modes of transport. Which I think then throws us wide open to something that we want to enjoy, which I'm sure everyone can appreciate. And I looked across, again, I looked a bit what we've had in the last year and where prices have gone. And my first choice, a bit sort of not what you'd expect from me, is something like an MGB or a Triumph Spitfire, something quintessential, English, simple, manual, noisy, just back to the roots of driving. So a little older, but if you can pick up one a bit like we've got in this, we've got a fully restored one under £20,000, once we've all been told that we've got to drive electric cars and we can press a button to get to work in them, which isn't a totally bad a thing, then at that point you come home and you hunker for something actually a bit more visceral, a petrol engine, the smell, the noise, the ability to break down. So I've gone for <laughs> a small British sports car. We've got one in this auction, which I really fancy. That would be one of my picks under £20,000. The second one is, and a bit like yourself, a car that my dad could never have. He worked for Jaguar as a panel beater when i was a lot younger and he asked him one day if he could have a company car uh, he said no sorry we can't give you a company car what we can give you is an umbrella um but at that time i remember it was around the time of the xk8 the xkr's were just starting to come to the press and they're the better car for me over the aston martin dv 7 prettier car dv 7 better investment possibly well if you remember at the time the best car
1: i was a, i was Working for Jaguar when XK8 was launched. Yeah. In fact, I've got the photos in the office of the launch at Mayfair uh, Jaguar in 9 September of 96. Uh, the DB7 was still running on the old XJS yeah. running gear. Um, and XK8 was streets ahead. Don't want to knock the XJS as I bought one last week. Let's move on really quickly because it's No, I'm going to tell you, as you hate them, but I love them. And I bought myself <laughs> an XJS converter last week, um, which I haven't even seen yet. So let's hope it's. Um, Let's hope it's a sensible purchase. We'll
0: have to see. Perhaps you'll be selling that in the auction next year, <laughs> or maybe next month.
1: Oh, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so my other choice was an XKR, undervalued real power horse, a bit more subtle, nice cruiser, for instance, same pretense. You could probably get on the autobahn or drive down to Monaco, roof down. It's a really nice car to drive Four, at speed. 400 brake horsepower. Exactly. Much.
1: Tom was talking about the 300 in the
0: yeah. SL, but... So I fancy that. And again, you can pick up a good one, sub 20,000 pounds, and I think they're on the move. So not necessarily the XK, but the XKR, low mileage. They, I think, have got movement over this summer, mainly on people starting to forget about those XJSs maybe and moving forward in the era. British classic. Um, and again, there is one, I think, in the auction. Um, John can one of them. And again, low mileage. I think he's got it at 15 to yeah, 20. It's, it's it. um, looks great value. That, that, I think, is a top tip for this year. So that's six cars. You've got Ford. You've gone big BMW and Germanic, and I've gone British. British. So we've all gone different flags there, nice, haven't we? Nice. So if you want to link comments and tell us who's right, who's wrong, please do. Right. Um, Tom thinks he's <laughs> right. I'm always right, of course. Don't um, Tom back and and Don bought next day, yes. <laughs> How could you go wrong? <laughs> if you do love to watch our podcasts, please click and subscribe. Um, make sure you can watch the back catalogue if you want. So, we've been obviously on this podcast with Vicky Butter Henson, with uh, Tom Exton, with uh, Mark Perkins, the crazy Sarah Mark Perkins, Sarah Crabtree, and of course, Ed China not that long ago. So, please do click, link, subscribe, watch the back catalogue. Um, on to our next topic, Tom. You're yes. not only a photographer to these exotic cars, you have amassed an amazing 350,000 Instagram followers. Plus one, as I signed on this morning. The
2: plus one. Thank so you. So it was well worth thank the visit. You, thank you. Um, tell us firstly, how did this all start? Okay, I, mean, I can go all the way from the start. I've always been a massive fan of cars. I'm from the north of England, I don't know if you can tell. So we'd come on family holidays to London. I'd just see these amazing cars in the streets. You know, we'd go to Harrods, which is a bit of an occasion when you come from the north of England, where all this is like Woolworths. <laughs> and um, and we would say, oh, let's look around Harrods for an hour and meet back here. And I wouldn't go inside. I would stand outside and, and watch the car. Make- I can remember this bright red Rosso Corsa Ferrari Enzo coming past in the sunshine. It was just amazing. Was the first one I'd ever seen. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I was there say, my little digital camera snapping away. And so that was that. And then it came to being time to choose where to go to university. And I uh, immediately started thinking about where can I go to university in London? So I went to UCL. I did physics at UCL. And I spent most of my time, not in the lectures, but in Knightsbridge (laughs) um, and in Mayfair, looking at supercars. Right. So any given street, there's a Ferrari, there's a Lamborghini, there's maybe even a Bugatti if you get looking. So um, the first night I'm in London, I, I go out. I want to see what's going on. And I can remember I'm outside Harrods again and there's a bright, like a chrome wrapped. In hindsight, it was so tacky, but it was also amazing. Chrome gold wrapped Ferrari 458. And uh, I'm taking pictures of it. And then there's other the cars everywhere. I can't believe it. I'm sending these all back to my friends back at home. Like, yep. look at this, look at that. And I meet these other guys doing the same thing. And they say, you know, what's your Instagram? Where, where are you putting these pictures? I hadn't really thought about it. My Instagram was for pictures of like my dinner and things Yeah, but th- at that point. Um, I was just taking these pictures, as I say, to send to my friends. So I went went back to my student flat that evening. I thought about it. I could put these pictures on Instagram. Why not? So I made my own page, Horsepower Hunters on Instagram, and uh, started just putting up snaps on my phone of everything cool that's on the street. My page just started to grow. I think I did about 100,000 followers probably in the first year, and that was just from the dedication of... Trying to be the first person, you know, when the latest, you know, Bugatti Chiron comes over from the Middle East or whatever, trying to be the first person to see that, the first person to upload it online. How has it changed now? Because presumably there's lots more people doing
0: this on Instagram, on YouTube, on these social platforms. Back then there was twenty of you around a car at harrods yeah. now there are hundreds of people yeah, all yeah. over the country taking photos of cars
2: you just got to stay on top of what the latest trend is instagram's gone through these phases i mentioned videos and yep. then they started really pushing carousels where you put up to 10 pictures in a slider and then the latest thing which still is uh, the thing to do if you want to grow, way to grow probably the only thing to do if you want to grow quite honestly is something called reels remember this stuff reels are essentially short videos i think they let you do up to a minute now normally filmed in portrait orientation. <coughs> if you want them to do well, definitely filmed in portrait orientation. Um, and basically, TikTok came along, um, and it's people dancing and so on. And that's short videos of uh, of, uh, of the same kind of idea. And Instagram said, we, we want a piece of that. Yeah, we're we gonna, that we're gonna make TikTok irrelevant by doing our own thing. Why would people go and do their short videos on a different app and if do it all more. on one app? Yeah. So they basically just copy TikTok, okay, whatever and reels are these short videos and they're the only way to grow so pretty much the only way to grow if you're just consistently posting these maybe a couple of weeks of cool things happening take historics as an example the star car of the show maybe the speciale or or one of the sls rolling into the uh into the auction video of it coming in dynamic straight away straight into the action 15 second clip maybe with some appropriate maybe some two-pack Over the top, you know, Um, that is that is what does well on Instagram, and you will find. It'll keep them happy. Yes. They don't always go viral, but when they do, you can go from having your reel that does 10,000 views to a million views, 30,000 likes, and a significant spike in followers. And that's really what it is now to uh, to keep the page growing. You're
1: really talking about that many numbers. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: That many numbers. It's amazing, isn't it? You in 1994 could have had you know, now could have had God knows how many followers. You imagine the celebrity people that you dealt with. I oh, you know, I don't to. like to
1: talk about my celebrity friends, but yeah, that part of town, unless <laughs> <and> pressed. <laughs> <laughs> but that part of town, it was, you know, do you know who that was? You know, no no. Well, he plays for that, he plays for them. It was footballers, most of us didn't know, but you know, it. yeah, it was a, it was a great place to work. And it's still, in it, like I can see why you get that excitement out of it when you go around and, you know, take the pictures. It's still an exciting part of town. Right, so on to on from your sort of random crap, as your wife or your girlfriend
0: calls it, to me, potentially, <laughs> potentially, I've been thinking about this. That the petrol prices have obviously gone through the roof. So I drive a Mercedes, Euro wagon, boring car daily, daily, daily. We do a lot of mileage here. We travel up down the country to see your cars. So I was thinking, okay, how can I make this a little bit more exciting? If I'm going to be duffed for the petrol prices, what about... What about if I buy myself an old 911? I don't say old, we're talking modern classics, so 996, 997. Mm. And I'm trying to rationalise this in my head that the fuel economy is okay. I mean, the cost of buying is, is relative, because I think if I bought one at a sensible price in a year's time, I could probably sell it for a sensible price. They're Porsche, so aren't they supposed to be made for daily driver's sports
1: cars? So, so it's going to make you drive like a fool. You're why, gonna, why, why? Gonna, Just because it'll encourage you to do that in the way that your Who sensible think? family wagon makes you drive sensibly. And boring. This boy racer whiz-bang thing is going to make you eat tyres, drive like a fool, lose your licence, get caught for this, get caught for that. You'll use twice as much fuel, not only... All I know use twice as much fuel. There's, there's a gimme there. And you'll sell it to your wife by saying, but it's got four seats, I'm sure you will, and then you try and put them in the back. You'll put your they fold. back out. They're only young, yeah, my your, children. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're five yeah, and two.
0: They can easily... you started the children fold.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just know. fold them up,
0: <laughs> strap them in. They're in. They're
1: You've started the process of selling it to yourself first, haven't you? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've almost sold it to myself. I'm sort of looking to you guys for yeah. sort of confirmation. Well, You've you come to the wrong place. <laughs> um, our Mercedes loving friend over here. Quite probably manic. you know? No, it's the right country. What, what do you think, Tom?
0: Come on. I mean, this is, so for a daily drive, every single day I get into the same automatic diesel car and it's, fuel economy's great, it's comfort's okay, but the moment I get to an enjoyable road, it's, it's dead to me. It's, it's uh, And I... I haven't gone, you know, with small children, you'll get that you, The idea of a third car is sort of way off, really. Not for another 10 years. You buy an XJS. <laughs> so I was thinking 997 Carrera. It's a pretty standard model, but, you know, enough luxury with it. Reasonable mileage, 25-ish thousand pounds. Yeah. 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 Drive it, put 15 20,000 miles on it 100%. for a year.
2: Do it. Yeah.
0: One yeah. service, maybe.
2: Just obviously make sure it doesn't blow up on you ball scoring things like that well, get like, check over Well, that's but where otherwise it, it's a fantastic idea
0: yeah otherwise yeah that's a big big thing but I mean guys at home can tell us if you own a 911 tell us tell me please tell me whether I should or I shouldn't okay so on to the next section as normal we've got a little game to play so we're going to test your motoring knowledge now I'm just going to slide this out next to you Tom so oh, yeah. you can't see okay. so, the so on the back they are so you're not allowed to look so this quiz, yeah. relatively simple. I'm going to sort of pull out five cars, some of which are in the auction actually, of what they're sort of selling for, or what their estimates are. And I want you guys to tell me what their original list prices were. And then we're going to see who was closest on each of them. The one that wins, has the other one clean their car for them? Or we'll pay for it to be cleaned, I think. He's only got an i3, it's going to be cheap, it's 5 sure. Yeah, it's not a problem. Small car. But yes, exactly. So first one, because we've spoken about it, because it's downstairs, by mm-hmm. Speciale. Now, one, one of these, one of these sold, for instance, at an auction last year for three hundred and sixty-nine thousand dollars. So they are reasonably good news. What do we think this list price? I bet you know this list price in pounds. Yeah. What was the
1: list price? I know, about one hundred and twenty or something.
0: Blimey! <laughs> oh. Um, two hundred and twenty k. Three twenty. Really? Yeah, yeah. three twenty. So, sort of where they were when they were brand new. But I suppose you know. We'll see how So do I went. win that? I think you win that one by, by Comfrey. <laughs> Co- by Comfrey you were both rubbish, but yes, okay. Um, now this one's interesting. The SL600, well, this might not be a truly accurate picture, but an SL600, we were talking about R129s yeah. earlier. The 600's got that great big whopping V12 engine in it. A step above a the was it a yeah. mid nineties car? Mid nineties car, one two nine. Now, interesting. I think you've got to go and photo one of these cars for us mm-hmm. for a client about this. Was Very it about? Eight, was
1: it about eighty thousand pounds new?
0: One twenty. Was eighty thousand pounds standard new? And what do we think they're worth now? That's wrong. Do you think? well it could be <laughs> check out i've, I've looked up as an eighty thousand man i think the amgs went higher when you started to get to the sl 60s and so on and so forth Dispend, depends depends on was option i guess well yeah there you are so i'll give this one to you <laughs> but it, it might be under <laughs> around then, what do you reckon place. that what do you think that would mean i mean you've got to go and uh go to a, we're talking you know, about the
2: oh, these, yeah. the one coming up in the auction. so there's yeah. one coming up in the auction. if you're interested to know is from Brunei, formerly owned by the Brunei Royal Family. Special order in BMW, violet blue, the only one in the world, and that's only done two and a half thousand kilometers. right kilometres. Right-hand driving example. I think back, I think that's 80k still. You know, if it was 80k new, it's 80k now because it's like a new car. Yeah. And the the way they're going, you know, the, I mentioned the, you know, people are selling low mileage. SL280s for like 20k now. It's ridiculous. Uh, so, like two and a half thousand kilometres, and it's had a lot spent on it, and I happen to know. Um, I do not I do know the owner, if it's not obvious. Um,
0: You'll have to yeah, do a good job photoing all the it money. Now. Yeah, I'm going to take some really nice <laughs> photos. Yeah, so. so, we're one all. <laughs> okay, right now, I, I think this is back into Dom's realm, maybe. The Bentley Continental R. Now these, what, thirty-five, forty thousand pounds for nice ones. Upwards from there for really low mileage cars, which are rare now because these do continental. You trying to look around the back of the? Bus. No, no, no. Uh, they're you know no. big continental cruisers. List Similar price to the last car, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We got one in this sale. List price for a Conti
2: Gosh, were they about one hundred and fifty? One
0: hundred and fifty from Dom.
2: He's got an advantage. He was selling these cars no.
0: Come on. <laughs> I'll just go one five one or one four nine. Eh? Ooh yeah, uh, one sixty. Facebook. Oh damn it. it's one seven eight. It's list price. So that was a whopping amount of money for those at the time. Oh. Well, it so two we all? are two one. Two one. Not two all. Is it two all? I've got a special one. No no two one. Two. You got the special. Here. You got two one. All right yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. You're winning. Like it's okay. don't <laughs> take that away from yourself. Of course. Well, two all if you can. Right okay. So Jaguar Mark II. <laughs> no idea. Okay. So these are these are circus So that's twenty five thousand pounds for a good one. Um, the bigger engines a little bit more desirable. You can get them up to fifty thousand pounds restored now. But what were they new? Base car, let's say base car 2.4, entry level, 1956, 59, was it? Two and a half
1: grand or something. Two and
2: a half thousand pounds from Dom. Probably using shillings when this thing came out. (laughs) Five grand. It was 1,344
0: of your English pounds. It's two, two. Right, now this is bang in the middle, guys. This is 996 Turbo. We'd literally just spoken about these. Turbo. So 996 Turbo, which are circa 40000 £50,000 with decent mileage, upwards to go low mileage again. We think brilliant news. But what were they list price? Basic, no options. 120. 120. 65. 64. Blind, we've got to do some math. It's 86. <sighs> that's, so that. So I went. Did you say 120? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the figures getting in the <laughs> way of a good story. Tom wins. <laughs> so, Dom, so, if you want to take that i three, Joe.
1: For a moment, then you both nearly went with me. <laughs> it, it,
0: <laughs> say it, say it with confidence, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then, then, then just us. move on.
1: Exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So, before we wrap up, let's run through some news. So we haven't talked much about sort of what's happening at the moment. So, first up, new Range Rover. Do you like it or not? it doesn't really matter you can't have one for about 18 months anyways unless you're someone very it. important i love it you like it too. I, I
2: saw the other day i was saying the other day this was six months ago when the thing had only just been unveiled yeah. i'm on the yeah. a4 in yep. london by the big tesco if you know it, on cromwell road yep and the usual thing you see white police motorbikes royal escort and the queen flies past in a full-blown br- uh, dark metallic blue brand new new shaped range rover armored Blimey, yes, got, first, you know, first one. If anyone's going to get the first, it's going to be the Queen. It should be the Queen, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah,
1: I really like it. I'm, I've always loved them. Um, not sure it's different enough from the current, well, I saw the current car, you know, the its yeah, predecessor. I admit, I felt that. It's um, subtle. If yeah. you watch Range Rover's evolution from the 70s, they have a similarity, you know. That's part of the way that, and they 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 live on that the DNA and uh, the similarity runs from the start to the. But I don't think this last one is different enough. But but they also they've addressed loads of the issues from previous. You know, the way that the space works in the back, so it's more executive without giving away to only having two seats and stuff like. It's back on the sales so, pitch, isn't it? It's back on, on the showroom floor. And
0: they're fifteen thousand pound more base price, so they've obviously tried to jack them up. I know, I know, a, a friend of mine. Who has actually not gone for his option on the new one because he felt the same thing a little bit too the same and mm-hmm. went for the Bentley Bentayga, which I think is why they've put their prices up to combat the Bentley, the Rolls-Royce and that, you know, and the Urus and all sorts of flash SUVs that you can buy now. But they still probably do it best. It's still the car I'd go for then. Yeah. Okay. So Formula One. Now me and Vicky normally talk about Formula One and the rest of it sort of goes everyone's over everyone's head. Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes, they're obviously looking all right in the construction plan, but generally, do you think they're going to get back into it? 100%. You think they've just got a few yeah, upgrades yeah. in the back pocket that's going to come in at Europe and, poof, they're off again?
2: So, all they need to do is keep being consistent. Yeah. Don't forget, Mercedes are second in the championship. Yeah, yeah. They might not, you know, Hamilton might be finished 10th in, in Saudi Arabia and so on, but Verstappen's not finishing some of these races, right? So, so as long as they the keep themselves in there... The end, I mean, it'll only be a matter of time. There'll be some they performance,
0: They've been waiting for some performance upgrades. It usually takes three or four races until they all come to fruition. And I'm mm-hmm. sure... I mean, that I and mean that weird porpoising that they're doing. Um, and anyone else trying to get to Vegas? Because I'm trying to get tickets. I want to go <laughs> to Vegas. They've only... I think they've at least two dates at the moment. So you can't book a hotel. On, be good? The, on the whim that you can get there so I'm, I've said no I've got to go to that no. come on Grand Prix in Something Vegas it's not my
1: thing I don't like Grand Prix do I, I do you know like Vegas yeah. Um, yeah well there you crazy. go win win
0: <laughs> okay. and then finally Classic Sync, we are a classical auction company it started well this year we did over 80% I think uh, Bonham's at Goodwood at the members meeting claimed over 90% so good place for Classic car uh, collectors think, investors yes. And I think we
1: mentioned this earlier in the year uh, that people have realigned their thought process about prices Mm. And people have just become more realistic, possibly because of the stuff that people like Tom does, you know, that that information is more readily available. Um, and it's not just a, a figure that people pick out of the air. You know, I think that if you can base it on fact, and I think that people have just realigned their thought process. And so you're worked.
0: you're you're slowly getting into your classics. As yeah. you, as well, you,
2: I think now more than ever, not someone like me, but, uh, you know, people are richer than ever. Right, and people remember the Mercedes or the Bentley or whatever that their dad had when they were a kid, and they want they want that same car now, and they can afford it. Well, cars and the the prices are going up and up. Cars
0: forty years ago, fifty years ago, were something you aspire to, and there was Uh one in the family. Now they're they're like mobile phones, really, aren't they? Unfortunately, they become more affordable, and you can own them. It's actually the running of cars that's become more expensive than the owning of cars because of storage, if you need it, the fuel, the tax, the insurance. So. Um, there are outlying reasons, but I think, yeah, it's in a good place at the moment. Spring, the sun's out. It's always a good time. So it'll be interesting to see how the May sale goes, which is on the 21st, not long from now. No, not long. So keep abreast of www.historics.co.uk to see all the cars we've consigned, some of the cars of which we've spoken about. Yep. Um, we can see how well we did on our top picks under £20,000 because yeah. we mentioned a few in there. Um, usually I come out on the top on that. Don fails miserably, but we'll see. <laughs> and he can remind me if not. Um, by the next time we see you, I might be driving a 911.
2: I hope so.
1: I will be driving an (laughs) XJS.
0: You will be driving your XJS. So if we wrap this up, thank you very much for watching. If you've enjoyed this podcast, click the pop-out banner here and you'll have the playlist for all of our previous podcasts, which you'll be able to watch from the start with all of our Z-list celebrities. And our next podcast will be at the auction on May 21st. We also got a Driving in Cars with Vicky and Tom Exton, which is coming up shortly, so get your eyes peeled for that. We'll be driving a couple of cars, including that Speciale. So uh, that will be good fun to watch. But for now and until next time, please stay tuned and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye bye.